you know, it's funny. Having one day where there really wasn't anything big going on was weird for me yesterday. Everything for the last couple of weeks has been leading to something. You know yeah. what I mean? It was either like big TV events, big personal events, Jody. I mean, uh, the girls were both rehearsing for plays that they were both in last week. And then yeah. Super Bowl was Sunday. <laughs> yesterday was like, whoa. What okay, do we do now? It's Monday. Like, yeah, I mean, what do I do next? I was... I was kind of like waiting for the next thing to happen. Well, you know, there's you always something coming. Valentine's Day is uh, next week. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Oh, coming. you know what? That's a good question. Jody, are you and I going to keep that simple too? We did that for Christmas. How many holidays can we keep doing things? Didn't you already for? get your Valentine's Day present? The one who chewed up my shoe last night? Oh, wow. Oh, Aww. is that what you think that is? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But honestly, that's a good Valentine's Day present. The bull- that one over his head. Your bull- I'm bulldog? not hanging it. It's the bulldog you've always wanted, your dream dog. We adopted him. Yeah, well, I mean, considering that that was done weeks before Valentine's, I guess if you want me to count that towards it, we can. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You just asked me to keep it simple. That's already a done deal. And not a cheap one. <laughs> you can do that if you want, but he'd like something else instead. Uh, I don't care. You know how I feel about Valentine's Day. I know. The way you treat me the rest of the year means more than one day. I know. But, you know, if you want to do a little something sweet, sweet, but nothing big, because we already live big. Does that make sense? What do you mean we live big? I'm already happy. I mean, I got we've got everything to me. I see what you're you know saying. what I mean? We've in had this words, conversation every year. You know, Valentine's Day when I was younger meant more to me, and I expected a lot from the boyfriends in my life or whatnot. Or in school with all the cards. Right. Um, but as you grow up, you realize it's how somebody treats you 365, right. not just on Valentine's Day. Okay. So that's what you mean by you've got everything. Yeah. You've got it yeah, all. Yeah, all right. That's sweet. I have uh, just over a week to find me a sweetheart. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Okay, Sam. Well, if, <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? If you remember, producer, former producer Drew, many years ago, used ah, to say, yeah. "No dating between Christmas and Valentine's because it takes all the pressure." Oh, no off. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, at Christmas, you got Sam a, a, a mystery man crate. Maybe you'll get a mystery Valentine's gift. Oh True. yeah, yeah. I hope it's another bacon one because that was good. You probably will. With all your admirers around here, <laughs> you probably will yeah. get some sort of mystery. Maybe somebody will send you a pizza. Hey. Well, that's always the thing. Thanks, Jody. A mystery pizza. Mm-hmm. Be cool. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Okay, first one of the morning. You guys catch what Giselle sent out into the world yesterday. Um, to Tom Brady's wife and model. Console her husband mm-hmm. and what she had to say to her children who were crying after that Super Bowl loss. What Giselle had to say yesterday is coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I don't know how um, many times they showed Giselle during the, the Super Bowl because I wasn't Giselle Bunchen, the wife of Tom Brady, oh, supermodel. I, I saw her several times. Yeah. Yeah. As many uh, times as you saw Bradley Cooper on the other side. Yeah, I know. I know. It was <laughs> exciting. So um, I always look, there are a couple that I don't know if we're obsessed or fascinated with, but we're fascinated with sure. them because mm-hmm. they definitely are different and they're both very, you know, you can say what you want about her and her attitude or whatever but she worked really hard to be where she is yes she was given a lot of beauty but it's what she did with it you know she's one of the most celebrated supermodels of all time i believe they say in the books and financial rankings she makes more than he does on the daily because of her modeling lucrative stuff coming in makes her even hotter huh yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so she's always there supporting him and um she was there with the children this time around so after it was over the kids were crying two of the three children were crying daddy lost they live in that house they know what that means to him so she scooches down 
to their five-year-old you know, daughter, Vivian, who had just cried, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And Giselle said, just this time, Daddy won five times and they never won before. Oh. Their whole life, they had never won. We have to let someone else win sometimes, Aww. is what she said. So she tried to turn it into a teaching moment yeah. that That's the whole world got to see. And guess what? She posted this beautiful picture on Instagram yesterday. Did you happen to see it? Mm-mm. You don't follow her? No. Of her hugging Tom. And Tom, you can see his face. You can see the pain in his face. I guess it probably turned into a meme. Anyway, what she wrote is, congratulations, Eagles, for winning the Super Bowl. What a game that was. Congrats, Patriots, for giving your best. And to my love, we are incredibly proud of you because we are able to see every day all the commitment, sacrifice, and hard work that you devote to becoming the best at what you do. We love you. That's from her. That's perfectly said, isn't it? To Tom. Although, no matter what she did, you know she couldn't console him. No. You know, no matter what no. she does, not, he's not consoled. Not going to be a fun week around the Brady house this week. No, <laughs> but man, she just, it's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jody, don't get, take this wrong, but I mean, it's, it's, it makes she's, enough to make you fall in love with her. Right. <laughs> she handles it all well, and she's party. Yeah. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, we'll take it our house next. I can't wait to tell you something about how Murphy reacted to the 1,000 cheese balls mm. when they finally showed up okay sam you know at our house me and murph we and our girls love cheese balls mm-hmm. <laughs> we always have cheese balls around yeah. and you can buy the containers yeah. of them for like well, five or six bucks the barrel the barrel right plastic thing of cheese balls and so we're gonna bring him back up to speed on what you found online Remember i was really pumped up before phoebe's birthday i had found online what was supposed <laughs> to be the biggest carton of cheese balls ever yeah, yeah. right and so, a thousand, um, a thousand, a thousand, cheese balls. one yeah. thousand, cheese a thousand. Balls. This thing is supposed to be three times bigger than the average barrel. I'm like, I can't wait for this thing to show up. And the average because, barrel we pay like six bucks for at the yeah. store. And so, so uh, you know, so I was waiting, and it did not show up in time for Phoebe's birthday, which bummed me out. There were shipping delays and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So finally, finally, it showed up. And um, how much did you pay for it? Uh, I think I want up after tax nineteen bucks for this oh, thing. It's yeah. huge. Yeah, you know? that's a lot. That's a lot right. more than six um, at Walmart. And so when the box gets there, I'm like, "Well, this is weird, man." Because for the biggest barrel of cheese balls, the box doesn't seem big. But yeah, look, maybe looks are deceiving here. Uh-huh. Let me open this thing up. <clears throat> so I do, and when I put it on the table, I realize this barrel's not much bigger than the barrel of cheese balls oh. I've already got. Now, and it's not. And it's not the brand maker's fault, okay? They, they really do make the best cheese balls on the planet. However, one was 26 ounces, one was 35 ounces. And I'm oh. looking at this thing thinking, Jody, I don't know that I've got the time to do this. I don't this, want to break down and count these. Uh, but I don't think there are a thousand cheese balls in here. I really don't think they're... Did you count them? No. No. Oh, no I didn't Who wants to do that? Who wants to but, do that? But it's not much bigger than the other barrel. And so what happened here, uh, here's a lesson learned. Third-party seller... You know, mm. on Amazon. Yeah. And uh, so it's the way that they had marketed it. It's the brand is not the problem. It's the person who was reselling mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Kind of overinflated it. Now, they didn't lie about the 35-ounce part. I guess if I had zoomed all the way in in the picture, I would have seen that. We got cheese balls But how do days. I know? This is supposed to be the biggest crate of cheese balls ever. Yeah. And, and it thought it was going to take over the room and be like, oh, wow, That's Dad. what I wanted. I mean, I wanted something that I could barely fit in the door for them to go, oh, my God. <laughs> Look I cannot, what I got. I can't believe you got that many cheese balls in a barrel. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just. So now it's, it's just like, eh, It's a smidge okay. bigger. Oh, what a bummer. I know. So see, it's, it's, anyway. It's the kind of thing you could probably get at Costco or Sam's, you know. Oh, yeah. we need a check. Anyway, anybody want cheese balls? Because goodness knows we've got plenty. Yeah, it's 35 ounces. 
It might be a thousand, but we're not sure. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, great hobbies for people who like to be alone. This hey. is fascinating. Why? Just I, sounds like something I could do. I like to be alone too. Right. Um, so that coming up. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast for free, and you never miss a thing. Plus, you also get the added bonus of something exclusively called after the show. That's the Ooh. only place that you'll actually get it is on the podcast. Uh, quick, Sam, what's your favorite hobby? Really, favorite, no thinking. I like Go. photography and genealogy. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Look, I love photography, yeah, too. Okay, yeah, Murphy, right. favorite hobby, quick. Go, no thinking. Yeah, it's music. Uh, music yes. is my favorite hobby. He turns on music all the time. It's like your your uh, my therapy yeah. and escape and hobby and just gets lost in playing all these different things and talking about you know, who recorded what. It's pretty cool. Cool hobby. Um, I like uh, photography, too, and I haven't done it in a long time. It's funny. I was going to talk to you about that, Murphy, about maybe me getting a new camera or something. <laughs> Well, you yeah. should look. It's a to me. I used it's to be a, good at it. It is a photographer's wonderland today because yes. you don't have to develop film and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Remember when you took your photography classes in school? I was in a dark room. You were actually in the dark room, right? I loved that whole process. Yeah. But yeah, was well, that for developing the film? Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 you looked at that that now, and it's like I took. 24 pictures. I brought them somewhere. I had yeah. to wait a week for it to come in to see how I took those pictures. There's beauty in And I realize there's about five that are decent. <laughs> this instant gratification yeah. world is not good for you. But anyway, it, it's great yeah, but for it's, many reasons. But, but you but, can take a thousand pictures and, and find the best yeah, one. You know? Right. That's yeah. why now I, you got to look through a thousand pictures to find the okay. best yeah. one. But. The reason I ask is because everything that we've named here, and I know producer David also dabbles in photography and you know does it on the side, and beautifully so. Um, it's one of the top things photography um that's a good hobby if you like to do things alone or if you Mm -hmm. like alone time or if you end up having a lot of alone time that makes sense there's a lot of other things um listening to podcasts people say is their hobby these days because there's so many yeah you can listen to anything in a subject that you're interested in there's a podcast for any subject um being artsy playing a musical instrument my cousin crystal has always been curious about piano she dabbled in it a little bit when she was a kid now she takes serious piano lessons and boy, she's oh. great. She rocked those keys. Huh. It's incredible. Um, online classes, traveling alone, uh, cooking and baking is a good. Yeah, hobby. cooking's good. I like that one too. If you like being alone, um, you can let us know yours too. Yeah, and sometimes it really that's your that is your escape from the social connection. Just a, a you know what I'm saying. If you're you, over socialized, you, you don't have to like quote unquote being alone. It just if you need that time period, that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. I think that's good for you too. Yeah, so, it is. yeah, we'd love to know about your alone hobbies. You can reach us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Who's coming up next, David? Next, we have Elisa, and she wants to congratulate you guys on a new member of your family. Love hearing from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4675. You can call or text us there. How are you, Elisa? Good morning. I wanted to call and congratulate y'all on getting your new family member. I think that's fabulous, and I really wanted to thank you for being such positive role models about adopting. I volunteer with both of the local shelters and some other local um, um, uh, rescues and that kind of thing, and I work at the spay-neuter clinic, so y'all have been doing a great job of, of sharing that experience with everybody and encouraging everybody to keep, you know, take this um, as a slow process. Don't return the dog two days later just because right. one little thing happened, right. you know. Right. It, it does take time. time to acclimate yeah. and, and get out of, out of the uh, 
stressful shelter situation. Any any shelter, no matter how great it is, is a stressful situation. So it does take them time to acclimate. Yeah. And and y'all have been doing a great job of doing that. And I, I also want to. Uh, thank you for adopting from a shelter and yeah. um, encourage everybody to have their pets spayed and neutered because, you know, that's the only cure for euthanization is people spay and neuter in their pets. Agreed. So, uh, 100%. Yeah, great job. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Yeah, You're welcome. We practically are running a rescue. It feels like <laughs> we have five rescue animals in our house, like five dogs. So do I. I have five Yay. also. Yeah. Okay. And so I also foster for the Elmore Shelter. I have fostered, I think, about sixty-six so far, wow. but, which is great. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, just wanted to tell y'all thanks for being such good role models and congratulations. You're sweet. Thank oh, you, Elisa. I appreciate you. Let's keep spreading the word. Okay, then. Y'all have a great day. You too. You too. Bye. And so now we've got five again in the house. It is a little maddening. Yeah, the new bulldog. Murphy's <laughs> but, dream dog. Uh-huh. Um, have you thought about when you're adding six? We're not. Fostering? We cannot. Oh, Not really? right now. Yeah. I'm not ready. There's well, too many. We have a little uh, stopwatch timer running on Piggy. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. The pug. Piggy Gaga, the 13-year-old pug who just keeps on ticking. Yeah, it's a shame we lost Piggy. Hey, let's go to the shelter. Jump in anytime. We love hearing from you. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. This Is Us is already back tonight for another big episode. Have you recovered from the Super Bowl win yet? Anyway, tell you about what to expect coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, This Is Us fans. That means you, Sam. Mm. If Sunday night's episode was not enough to absorb, of course, that one, that This Is Us episode fell right after the Super Bowl. You didn't watch it then. I watched it last night. Oh, are you okay? Not really. Was it really soul crushing? Oh, my God. It was It was the most tearful I've ever been for a, for a This Is Us episode. And you watched that and went to bed? Well, no, I watched oh. it like around five o'clock or so. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Okay. Um, Mandy the Moore. The kids had me crying. Mandy Moore had me By crying. By the way, Mandy Moore, who's a star on the show, This Is Us, visited the Today Show yesterday and said that they all, a lot of the cast members, watched it together and pretty were pretty relieved about it all being over. Oh, I think all of us are tremendously relieved because Milo and I, for one, have known since sort of the very beginning. Not all of the like specifics around uh, how he passes away, but it's just nice to sort of, I don't know, pop that bubble a little bit. And now we can sort of move forward with the show and answer more, you know, pressing questions as yeah. well. All right. See, the, you know, the death scene, it was like, yeah, okay, I gotcha. But then it was after that when all the kids more are stuff. reminiscing about about dad it was Ooh. just like oh my god please stop well here's the deal there's another episode of this is us tonight <sighs> come on there's a new one tonight and apparently so you've had time to catch your breath but are there's, there any jokes there's in more this stuff one? that's going to play out in this coming episode um the show's creator says that there's still going to be plenty, plenty of milo meaning jack's character well, so yeah. i yeah. Because everybody would be upset if not. So I guess it's going to be replayed and retold, well, like no, kind of going back. The whole the whole show is, okay, the, the three kids as adults, but then the three kids as little toddlers and the three kids as, as, as uh, teenagers. Oh, that's why it's so... So they will, oh. they will play back their memories of when Dad was alive. and they Oh, were... now I understand. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant and soul-crushing. Bingo! Another episode of This Is Us coming up tonight. And I... we do have some sad news out of Hollywood. 77-year-old... Um, actor John Mahoney. Uh, you knew him from the, as the dad from Frasier has passed away. Let me tell you something. 
That chair was the only thing that made me feel comfortable in this house. That made me feel that maybe this was my home, too. Oh, baloney! <laughs> he made that show, didn't yeah, he? I mean, yeah. they all did, but he was so fabulous. Um, he died in Chicago. He was in hospice care. He was 77 years old. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, how does Giselle Bunchen try to comfort Tom Brady after a Super Bowl loss? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Thank you for starting your Tuesday with us. And, you know, it's just, when I was joking last hour, they just today it's like I'm waiting for the next big thing. It was like a rush with Super Bowl <laughs> over the weekend. And month of January was huge. And all of a sudden, boom, we're just kind of like we have a couple of days it's of all right. breathing. Yeah. 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 Um, coming up this hour, later on this hour, we're going to find out something odd that Parker's doing at boarding well, school. It's, it's not odd. It just really caught me off guard, surprised me. Okay, Sam, we'll do that. about that later, yeah. Um, want to celebrate and tell you about when we went to adopt Papa. Okay, so this we've been fostering uh, this bulldog for a couple of weeks, Murphy's dream dog, and we did adopt him. Mm-hmm. In case you missed it yesterday, I think it's funny that everybody's calling this my dream dog. I've I've certainly always wanted to have a bulldog, but I don't know that I'm going to call him my dream dog. You know? Okay, I'm sorry. I love our pack, and you know, he just they they. <laughs> it's nice to have a fifth one. Let me just say this though: the way that Papa behaves. You would probably not tolerate this in any other dog. What do you it's mean? Just more work than than you normally are willing to put up with. But uh-huh. that you're in love with him. He's only got one thing that's you know, a little bit. To, it's chewing. Uh-huh. Chewing is his thing, and I'm hoping it's because he's a puppy. Once we got his papers, he's actually younger than what we were told. Uh-huh. So I, th- I mean, he's almost two, and that to me is still puppyhood, right? Yeah. So he's still chewing. Remember, Ashley, our oldest boxer, chewed up a pretty a thick book, book one time. Yeah, and now so, she doesn't do any of that. But he grabs everything, and if you're not looking, shoes, I mean anything. Does he yeah. have a toy? He has tons yeah. of toys. Oh, okay. But of course he prefers things Finding that aren't his toy. Right, right. Right. When he does chew his toys, we're, we're rewarding that and petting him, and we're going to keep the toys coming for him. He's such a baby. Mm-hmm. He got one. Of, he got the girls one of their concealer, their makeup concealers, and was... And I had to be careful getting it away from him, but making sure it wasn't something he could choke on. Did it hide so, his wrinkles? <laughs> no, no way. Um, I'm sure it didn't taste good either, but this is the funny thing. We go um, to adopt him yeah. from my friend who runs a rescue, and it was wonderful and all that. And as soon as we get home, the, for the first time in, in the, all these weeks that we've had him, he grabs one of Murphy's shoes and takes off with it. <laughs> yeah, that's she, true. Yeah. As soon as we got home, it's like, we had the paperwork. We got the yeah. papers. You're ours, yeah. baby. It's like, you got the papers. Everything's signed. Okay, I'm safe now. Yeah. Now you start destroying your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> First time he picked up yours. But anyway, um really Wasn't one of your Crocs, was it? No, Jody was hoping it would be, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was a more expensive pair of shoes. Yeah, but we're glad. Look, he's got a home now, and, and so... Yes. All's um, good. I'm very happy for you. He's super cute, and he loves to go ride in the car, mm-hmm. and he rides with me a good bit. We're going to do some carpool together, and I might even bring him to work one day soon. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, you're not going to believe who uh, Ed Sheeran wants to sing at his wedding as the wedding singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up next, you know, this is going to be the second time in less than a week that even though I'm Jody's husband, mm-hmm. clearly I don't know her as well as I should. I'll tell you why next. Coming up today in the After the Show podcast, which is something you get exclusively when you download the podcast. You can only hear the After the Show segment there. Mm -hmm. Um, What Sam refuses to do for me and Murphy anymore. You used to do it gladly, but not anymore. Got to put your foot down somewhere. That's right. So subscribe for free and you can get that. Yes, there's a new episode every single day. <clears throat> Sam, I had a little uh, problem I ran into over the weekend. I immediately thought of you. Oh, thanks. Um, because <laughs> uh, you would have 
loved this happening. You would have actually loved for me to have completely gone through with this, and thank God I stopped myself short. Uh, we were at the pet store doing finalizing the adoption of Papa the Bulldog. Right. And, you know, so it was me and Jody and the girls, and it was just, it was a really sweet day. A lot of activity going in there because they had a lot of dogs to adopt. Yeah. And, you know, I was just kind of excited. And so when, uh, you know, when all was said and done, uh, I was walking back up to Jody and the girls and wanted to give Jody a hug just kind of just because, you know what I mean? It was really sweet because finally Papa Feeling all ours. sentimental. Because uh, your dream yeah, dog. Papa, you got yeah, your dream dog. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, when I walked up to Jody and, and I extended my arms, I realized, oh, my God. It wasn't Jody. I was about to wrap my arms oh, around. Oh. There was somebody standing in front of me, and she was in a flannel shirt. And you've been loving flannel lately, you know yes. what I mean, on cold days. And, you know, red hair just like yours from behind looked exactly like you. And, I mean, I walked exactly? up. And I'm telling you, I was an inch uh inch away from putting my hand on her shoulder i'm so glad this woman didn't turn is it around. just my shoulder you would have been putting your hand on? um yeah but it would have been a full-on hug hmm. and because when i walked up i realized jody's not wearing flannel today it hit me right at that moment uh-huh. and i'm lucky otherwise i would have been fully embracing a stranger wow. saying hey baby well i wanted to see her then i would have loved to have seen her she was really my twin, yeah. Well, she was your twin from behind. She didn't look like you in the front. She didn't turn around on you or anything, did she? No, that, that's what I'm saying. I was lucky, lucky, lucky. Yeah, uh, it was busy and crazy. You, you know how there. it works with me. If yeah. I'm, I'm going to make a mistake, man, I'm way in it. It's going to be a big one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I, I stopped myself short. But I'm telling <laughs> you, she looked just like you. But I had that that feeling of the that shock, you know, where you'd like scare yourself. Yeah. That it, happens to children when they grab an adult in a store and it's not their parent. I right. hate that. It happens. You see that happens to children. Yeah. And it's horrible for them because they're going for their most comfortable, most shelter type yeah. person. And it's not them. And they're horrified. It's a feel. It's a definite feeling of shock. Well, mm-hmm. and I mean, I would have felt, because you never know. Some people might have a sense of humor about it. Somebody yeah. might have been really offended or freaked <laughs> out by it or creeped yeah. out by it. Police! Keep right. your hands to yourself there. So if you're wondering why I'm a little hesitant to hug you, Jody, it's yeah. like, I want to make sure it's you first. I got it. Coming up, Sam has music news. Hey, Jody, I think you're going to like who uh, Ed Sheeran wants to have as his wedding singer when he gets married this year. Sam's got music news. Uh, Ed Sheeran has a request for somebody to sing at his wedding, which I'm assuming is going to take place later on this year since he got engaged right before Christmas. <sighs> can do it when he wants to though um and you know the song perfect that he recorded right well sure after do. he did that song he went out and did a couple more versions one with andrea porcelli mm-hmm. and then he also did one with uh beyonce well i found a man yeah right she, yeah. because she wanted it like oh, she that's called why? remember i think you told us that oh, I don't remember she that. reached out to him and said i want to record this with you and he's oh. like well you don't say no to bay well you know not to be a critic, but I like his his version itself. I do too. It's just so pretty. It's a solid song, no matter who does it. But yeah. I like his version. Well, he says now that he wants Beyonce to be his wedding singer. Oh, I, I bet. Yeah. Unless oh. well, a shoot for the moon here. Why don't we add? Well, he, he is, is Ed he Sheeran. Is, yeah, he's Ed Sheeran. I mean, you know what? If anybody's going to have a shot at having somebody like Beyonce yeah. at his wedding, it's going to be him. He keeps cranking out albums that you can listen to every song. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants him to write a song for them. Yeah, and every album has a wedding song. He's on that. It. He yes. Uh, he's apparently hired a wedding planner and a wedding team, and he has told them they have an unlimited budget. He just wants to have the best party ever. An unlimited budget. Uh huh. Yeah. Man, who can say that? You know, Taylor Swift's going to be there too. I'm sure. Of course, she's so. going to make a toast. 
So that'll oh, be man. fun whenever it happens. We'll have to see if Beyonce uh, okays that one. Uh, Michael Buba, Ma- Michael Buble is expecting another child. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, he and his I wife. They have a four-year-old Noah who was uh, had the issues and the problems with cancer. Cancer. He, he had cancer. Yeah, he's beat uh, it for now. And uh, two-year-old Elias. Uh, so they they made the announcement because apparently uh, his wife shot a had a, an Instagram picture with flowing things on there and you know how everybody oh look she's got a big dress on i wonder if she's pregnant right so they finally answered it like yeah yeah we're pregnant we're expecting calm down (laughs) he'll be hosting the uh, juno awards next month the grammys for canada also you know about uh, lady gaga and her fibro fibromyalgia problems she has decided to cancel the rest of her world tour because apparently it's uh making it very painful for her Well, I've heard that it's very debilitating and can be. Yeah. Mm. She uh, postponed parts of the tour last year, but then got back on track. But now she says the European tour, she just has to, to stop because her medical team told her, it, you know, you've got to stop this, go home and recover yeah, for a while. You do have to sometimes stop and take care of yourself. Especially a person like her. I mean, she's always pushing. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. I would love hearing from you. So coming up, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have, David? Well, Lori is doing some online dating, but she's looking for some tips. So maybe, Sam, you could help her out. Okay. We love hearing from you. You can jump in anytime into the conversation, 877-310-4MSJ, or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, first I want to read a quick little message, uh, especially for you, Sam, because yes. we had a bunch of good game day grub recipes for, you know, what you can prepare for the Super Bowl if you have people mm-hmm. coming over. We had a lot of good ones, yes. The one that seemed to got the most action were the, the Sam's wings. Thank you. That, yes. I can see that. They no are bake. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Kelly said she made them for the game and said they're absolutely a hit her whole family loved them and they'll make them again yeah. some people tried you know adding different types of sauce and stuff but overall everyone really loved your wings sam so awesome. thanks for that contribution cool. gotta be better for you than actually frying them but they taste fried is the yes. key yes it's they're a marvel <laughs> they're a marvel go get them still by the way at murphysamandjody.com all right and moving on to Lori, she says i'm new to your show and love it you oh, guys are you. the bomb <laughs> she says i too am online dating but with no luck I did. I did meet one guy, but unfortunately, he came turned out to be a terrible stalker, and I'm currently in the process oh. of filing charges. Oh, oh my god! Really? See, that's the reason that single women are afraid of online dating. Yeah. Right there, that's validation to slow down. So yeah, now Lori's saying I'm looking for any tips or advice y'all can willing to offer. She's like, I'm only looking for the best man of, for the rest of my life. Is mm. that too much to ask? <laughs> Just that. Careful where you look. I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that there's a. Surefire way though with the online dating. I mean, both the sites that I that I was on, they have a long questionnaire to right. figure out your likes and dislikes and what kind of person you are. I don't think but there's a surefire way in life or online. The Maybe o- there's more creepers online. But. The, the only thing I can suggest is you know trust your gut because yeah. there are people that I look at on there that may send me a message and you look at them and just go, it's a feeling. Well, yeah, not a good idea. Yeah, and that's where you choose your next step carefully, right? If yeah. if you decide you're going to meet them in person, it's going to be in public, daytime public, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've all had that situation where you've before online dating. We've have we not all gone out with somebody that like halfway through the date you're like, ooh. Yeah, I guess I, I was lucky. I never here. experienced that, but you had that, Jody. Oh, I had a a, ner- a date that made me really really nervous, and um, I realized I was in over my head, and I pretended to be sick so i could get home quicker mm-hmm. and he was mad that i was sick and mad that he dropped me off 
but at least I got away, you know, because I wasn't sick. I was pretending to be sick. I guess my suggestion is to keep that online buffer because a lot of times they'll say, well, hey, give me your phone number. We can just text instead. Uh, Avoid doing all that. Just stick with online. See, something like that would make me take a break from online dating. Yeah. Good luck, Lori. I reach out anytime. 877-310-4675. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'll tell you what, my 12-year-old Parker is doing at boarding school that really, I mean, really, it's blown me away this past few months. Coming up today in the After the Show podcast, where we stay a little longer and talk a little more in depth, um, what Sam apparently won't do for us anymore, Murph, even yeah, though he used to gladly do this. about this? Got to draw the line, you know. Things are changing around here. That's in the After the Show podcast. You know, uh, my son Parker, <clears throat> 12-year-old twin, is at uh, boarding school, mm-hmm. and uh, he and his mom, uh, his mom and I, actually, you know, we sent him there because of the behavioral issues he was having in school, grade issues and all that, and when you do something like that, you're kind of hesitant. You know, is this the right move? Is this kind the thing? of? That's probably one of the biggest decisions of his life that yeah. you guys made for him. And for the, sure, the the longer he's there, because this is a, a you know just over a year now that he's been in this school, mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize how much how how great of a thing it has been for him because Yay. he's now he's now coming into his own, doing stuff that I think if he had stayed in his other school, he never would have done because sure. it wouldn't have brought that out of him. And then I'm talking, I honestly, just about all the sports that he's getting involved in. You know, last year in the fall, he tried out for the football team. He's seventh grade. It was the seventh and eighth grade football team. He yeah. made it. He scored touchdowns. He carried the ball. He got interceptions. Don't know how you do that when you're not short, but he did it. Wait, well, <clears throat> athleticism, that's yeah. how. Yeah. Well, he would have never played football anywhere he was. Uh, he tried out a couple times at different parks and leagues. Okay. And after like two or three practices, he's like, no. Nah. So is this a smaller pond? Is that the deal? Probably, yeah. yeah. And Some kids are better in a smaller. And I don't know that the uh, the level of, you know. Athleticism. Athleticism is that, as big as it would be in these local, you know, parks and recreation sure. leagues. But he did that. He tried out for the basketball team, uh, became the manager. Yeah. He uh, He's made the baseball team now. He tried yeah. out for the baseball team for seventh and eighth graders. He made that team. Right. And when I talked to him, last time I talked to him, he said, <laughs> he's trying out for the track team now. It sounds like and, he's and unafraid to try anything here in this setting because of his right. confidence. Yeah, he doesn't have, yeah, it's the confidence thing. And it's actually maybe showing him something that now he realizes, you know what? I like to do this because when he was around, he, he never really showed that athleticism, you know, desire. And right. now that he's doing it, it's like one league after or one sport after the other that he's doing. Cool. And, by, and he's running, by the way. It's the uh, what? What's the track and field? It's the running events that he's yeah, not he's the other events, not the pole vault. Sorry, there, David. Uh. Not going for that one. <laughs> it's just it was it was a surprise to me that he's gone that far. And every time I talk to him, it seems like another sport. Sounds like you're very proud. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I can't wait to see him in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Here's a big task. How does Giselle Bundchen comfort Tom Brady after that Super Bowl loss? Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I don't know how um, many times they showed Giselle during the the Super Bowl because I wasn't Giselle Bundchen, the wife of Tom Brady, supermodel. I I saw her several times. Yeah. Yeah. As many Uh, times as you saw Bradley Cooper on the other side. Yeah, I know. I know. It was (laughs) exciting. So, um... I always look. There are a couple that I don't know if we're obsessed or fascinated with, but we're fascinated with them because sure. mm-hmm. they definitely are different, and they're both very. You know, you can say what you want about her and her attitude or whatever, but she worked really hard to be where she is. Yeah. Yes, she was given a lot of beauty, but it's what she did with it. You know, she's one of the most celebrated supermodels of all time. I believe 
they say in the books and financial rankings, she makes more than he does yeah. on the daily really? because of her modeling lucrative stuff coming that in. Makes her even hotter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's always there supporting him, and um, she was there with the children this time around. So yeah. after it was over, the kids were crying. That Two of the three children for them, for were Daddy. crying. Daddy lost. They live in that house. They know what that means to him. So she scooches down to their five-year-old you know, daughter, Vivian, who had just cried, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And Giselle said, just this time, Daddy won five times, and they never won before. Oh. Their whole life, they had never won. We have to let someone else win sometimes, Aww. is what she said. So she tried to turn it into a teaching moment yeah. that That's the whole world got to see. And guess what? She posted this beautiful picture on Instagram yesterday. Did you happen to see it? Mm-mm. You don't follow her? No. Of her hugging Tom. And Tom, you can see his face. You can see the pain in his face. I guess it probably turned into a meme. Anyway, what she wrote is, congratulations, Eagles, for winning the Super Bowl. What a game that was. Congrats, Patriots, for giving your best. And to my love, we are incredibly proud of you because we are able to see every day all the commitment, sacrifice, and hard work that you devote to becoming the best at what you do. We love you. That's from her. That's perfectly said, isn't it? To Tom. Although, no matter what she did, you know she couldn't console him. No. You know no matter what no. she does, not, he's not consoled. Not going to be a fun week around the Brady house this week. No, <laughs> but man, she just... It's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jody, don't get, take this wrong, but I mean, it's, it's, it makes she's, enough to make you fall in love with her. Right. <laughs> she handles it all well, and she's party. Yeah. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, we'll take it our house next. I can't wait to tell you something about how Murphy reacted to the 1,000 cheese balls mm. when they finally showed up okay so um super bowl monday is behind us super bowl monday well yeah. that's what i called it all day yesterday a lot of people called it the day off and by the way you were yeah a lot of men more men than women calling sick after super bowl you know that although it's not a ton and it depends on what city. Yeah. Okay, so Philadelphia. Um, yeah. <laughs> Looking ahead, you know, you were saying earlier you don't have anything to look forward to. Uh, opening ceremony for the Olympics. Well, is no, Friday. I didn't say anything to look forward to. What I was saying like, is that is it, it seemed like we had like one day after another of just yeah. events. You know, events, right? Exactly. Yeah. So having the breather yesterday was kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah. Hey, you know what? I thought it was brilliant for NBC to do. Of course, they of course. paid a lot of money for it to promote what their Olympics coverage was going to be as much of as they did. Right. Of course, get you excited about it because that's those opening ceremonies are. Um, this week, later this week. But I realized yesterday um, on Super Bowl Monday, I miss a world. Not that I don't love technology and I love all our connectedness. I miss a world where after something happens, you don't have to have everybody's opinion about it. Yeah. Yesterday, it was like yesterday morning by 8 o'clock, I was, we were seeing all these Here's what was wrong with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And here's what was wrong with Pink. And here's what was horrible about this play and that and all play. The memes like, and I'm sorry. These people came out and did their best. And I thought it was all good enough. I thought it was all great. I thought it was a great game. Yeah. yeah. You know, we expect, I don't know who, I don't know. It just, it's too many voices. Yeah. It's too many opinions. I don't know. Well, I can't right. decide if it's too many voices or if it's just the negativity. I think that's what it is because even the news, he- some of the news headlines, depending on which networks you were looking at, there was all sorts of you know negative sentiment about the Super Bowl. I'm like, I'm like Seriously. Jody, it's it's a game, yeah, and it's Justin Timberlake in the halftime show. I, I, what yeah. is there to criticize? I know. It was awesome. I know. He was I, know. I said performer. I didn't love his suit, but and, and that's the thing too. You got 13 <laughs> minutes of awesome, and you're going to have a person that hangs their thing on one little here's the, here's two why, second thing. I, that I they, read the he- some, one headline was like, "Here's why it was empty." 
What? It's like, did you not watch the whole thing? What I'm saying is I was happier when I didn't know everybody's opinion. When I would just enjoy something or not enjoy it and then just go on about my life. And I wonder about our young people who, you know, have devices in their hands all the time who are also living their lives with everybody else's opinion bearing down on them all yeah, the time. Yeah, I think it creates a lot of pressure. Uh, anxiety, maybe. I don't know. And but plus, they may, they may not even have seen the event, and they just come up and concoct this own opinion that, it obviously, it was bad because everybody says it was. Right. Influence. Yeah. Which is yucky. By the way, Pink did an awesome job, too. She did, especially mm-hmm. pushing through. All right, coming up next, we'll get you ready for what to expect for the opening ceremony for the Olympics later this week. All right, guys, I'm super excited to get you ready for the opening ceremony of the Olympics, which is coming up this Friday. It'll actually happen happen early, like 6 o'clock in the morning for us, but NBC will run something mm-hmm. at like 8 o'clock Friday night that's, a, you know, a, in a, what do you call it, a more edited down version of the opening ceremony. So right. you don't have to spend three hours Oh, good, so I don't have to sit through the whole thing. Right. I mean, but it's going to happen. You could watch yeah. it, the whole thing, early. Yeah. Um, so they're ahead of us, right? Right. I mean, it's like hours and hours so ahead of us. things will happen before we actually get to see them. It's confusing, but NBC's well, got that. things can happen after we see them. You can yeah. download the NBC <laughs> Olympics app. Yeah. And have like get your notifications and stuff. Don't like they that. usually have like certain events that already take place even before the opening ceremony? I think so. You know, like medals have already well, have been awarded. There's so much to know about the uh, the opening ceremony. I want to get to it because the athletes. It's so cold there. Like yesterday was like negative seven or something like that, and the stadium is like What's open it really? roof. Hmm. This, the, the, I didn't know that. They're thinking they're going to have trouble getting spectators in there to just watch it because it's like, oh, I'm too cold. Yeah. Sorry about it. The Olymp- the athletes, many of them, I know the USA team, will have heated uniform packs. Like yeah. They'll be wearing coats that have heat packs in them. Awesome. Um, but one of the big problems for me <laughs> and for most broadcasters going forward is how to say this. When I look Correctly. at it, the, the place in South Korea, when I look at it as a Mar- an American... <laughs> It sounds like Pyeongchang. Yeah, Pyeongchang. It looks like Pyeongchang. Which is, I think, the way that you know most broadcast <laughs> we'll networks see. And are pronouncing it. Uh, but if you, if you try to find any pronunci- pronunciation guides online, and even NBC initially you know, was trying to figure out the correct, respectful pronunciation that's right. the name of the host city. Right. When you go online, you have Here we go. this. Pyeongchang, South Korea. Okay. Pyeongchang, South Korea. That's correct. Pyeongchang. South Korea. So that goes from Chang to Chana Chung. Okay. And this, and I've seen that too, where you know, there people say, "Well, no." In the in the Korean language, you actually wind up, you know, changing, changing the it. inflection on the a. Pyongyang, South Korea. That's so different. it sounds like anything works as long as it's close. Well, I don't know that I it's want anything. To, it's I the, want to be respectful, but if those are all acceptable, yeah, right. I'm I'm saying Pyeongchang is what looks it looks correct to me, but yeah. I could do Pyeongchang. When all else fails, just say South Korea. <laughs> the Olympics over in South Korea. Yeah. Opening ceremony. Um, <laughs> um, Friday. You can watch it Friday night. Friday the night. theme is peace. The theme is peace. With South Korea and North Korea joining together for the first time, mm-hmm. and they're. They're athletes. Are you ready for the figure skating? Always. By the way, curling and ski jumping events happen Thursday night. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, this is us fans. Are you ready again? Did you absorb what happened on that after Super Bowl episode quickly enough and ready for another one? I can't talk about There's it. There's a sorry, Sam. There's another episode of This Is Us tonight. Shows creators say this will prepare pr- propel everything forward. 
um, at, and you'll learn the ramifications of Jack's death tonight. I know the ramifications. Everybody else is dealing with it. I know the ramifications. They have me crying for the longest time. I cannot believe I didn't know this story. This show was told through like back and forth childhood to now, childhood to now. Mm -hmm. What? That's incredible. Now I get it. Yeah. This is us back tonight. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Leading up to the Super Bowl last week, you know, I was giving you some sneak peeks at some of the commercials you can expect. Yeah. And one of them was the new Crocodile Dundee movie. Caught. Allegedly the new Crocodile Dundee movie. This isn't a movie. No. It's a tourism ad for Australia. Yes. But listen, you're the best Crocodile Dundee since Crocodile Dundee. I don't remember seeing that ad, though. It was at the end. Remember in the fourth quarter, you were busy, Murphy. You got distracted. And that's what it turned out to be. It wasn't a movie, you know, a sequel. It was actually a commercial with Chris Hemsworth for the uh, Australian tourism. Well, now there's an online petition that started after the game and after seeing the commercial for people who actually want to see a sequel made. And they want the people that were in the commercial, Chris Hemsworth, Liam Hemsworth, Margot Robbie, yeah. they want them all to be in the new yeah, sequel. that's an expensive movie to make. Oh, boy, yeah. It's an expensive remake. Russell Crowe, Hugh Jackman, yeah, mm. that's expensive. But I guess well, if you get the right investor excited about yeah. it, the right movie company, maybe well that can throw in Nicole Kidman if you're going to go all Aussie. Yeah, and uh, Keith Urban, too, while you're at Why it. Why not? Yeah. He, although he has said he doesn't want to act with her. Like, he's not trying dying to get into the movies. Oh, okay. So that's real love, then, in their relationship. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Gotta give some props to my mom who brought Phoebe for her 13th birthday the best present out of all of us. So our youngest Phoebe turned 13 the other day. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a... That's a milestone. I can't believe it. All teenagers in the Murphy and Jody household now. She doesn't, you know... Act teenagerish, yeah, really at all yet. I've always said she's younger in spirit. She really is more like ten in the way she behaves. Yeah, that's lovely because the twins will be thirteen this June. Yeah, and Parker's that way to me. It's like Parker, a teenager. Mm, mm. She's not fitting that bill yet, which I'm fine with. But um, anyway, I just have to say, what a cool gift my mom gave her. My mom came over and you know had cake and ice cream with us during the Super Bowl for Phoebe's birthday, and because uh, Phoebe's birthday was on Sunday, and um. My mom brought her, and you got to know Phoebe to know why this is perfect for her. No other 13-year-old is getting this gift. Mm. It's a checkerboard cake pan. So Phoebe can now make cakes, checkerboard cakes. Those are cool. Yes, and she's always wanted one. And at Christmas time, she tried to make her own homemade. Like, she made them, she made different colored cakes and cut them in circles. And, you know, she made one. Right. And it sort of fell apart because she didn't have the actual set. Yeah, the the right tools. But now she's got it, so look out. My kitchen is about to be dirty yeah. all kinds of different and batter. This isn't a coincidence, Sam. It wasn't just because Jody's mom was in the housewares department. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Well, no, I told her she always, she's always wanted one, yeah. and mom wanted to get her one. That's how that works. Mom always says, what do I get her? Yeah. By the way, that Bur- Murphy, that's found on the As Seen on TV aisle. Yeah. Oh, stop. Right. Got more music coming up to help you get through this busy work day. And uh, come hang out with us. We're going to do another episode of Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show. Something exclusively you get by subscribing for free to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Yeah, and uh, Murphy & Jody, I hope this doesn't upset you, but i got to let you know why I think I'm spending too much time with you guys. Mm. Really? And I need to find some other friends.